going for boost over well i think going for boost if you're a boost merchant like someone like aj or someone you go for boost <laughs> hundred percent of the time yes always every second of every game balls going in your net don't worry about it go get the boost and make sure you've got the full 100 to celebrate with the other team <laughs> never, never, never. Yeah, never. Always, always go for Yes. Number one rule of rock league. Welcome to the Boost Over Ball podcast, where three aggressively average Rocket League players talk about everything RLCS with your hosts, Ace, Code Red Jack, Kyle Cube, and AJ Binky. So if you've ever wondered when the best time to go for Boost Over Ball is, you've come to the right place. Hello and welcome to the Boost Over Ball podcast, to listeners new and old, hello and welcome. If this is not your first show, welcome back. If this is your first show, thank you so much for showing up. It really means a lot to us. Uh, I'm here today uh, by myself. I'm Kyle K-Cube. Um, today I will be talking about our run, the Boost Over Ball run in Bandits on Wheels, um, the Bandits on Wheels tournament, um, a couple of roster moves, um, a very, very brief insight into... Um, at least some of my thoughts on removing player trading and um, kind of our upcoming schedule and uh, the episodes coming up in the future, which should be pretty good. Um, but without further ado, we're going to jump right into our run with Bandits on Wheels. Um, we tweeted about it. I'm not sure if everyone saw, but uh, me, Sasuke, and uh, ROCS team Hey Bros manager Valkyrie RL uh, teamed up to compete in the Bandits on Wheels tournament. It was uh, a tournament put on by by Bandits and uh, one of our fellow members of the podcast, Atomic, is uh, one of the tournament organizers and uh, people helping out with that. So we thought it would be a good opportunity to, to play some good teams and uh, make some content. So that's what we did. Um, our main goal being to make it out of round one. And uh, we were beaten pretty handily in, in game one in the in the upper bracket. Uh, we dropped down to lowers. We got a uh, a forfeit win and moved on to lowers round two where we uh, also lost. So uh, two ser- we technically played in three series. Uh, we only played matches in two of them. So we didn't get round one exited. So, you know, some wins there. We had some good times. It was a lot of fun. But uh, the level of competition is very high. Um as I'll talk about here, now we'll move on to the, the tournament as a whole. Um, can, a massive, massive shout-out and congratulations to uh, tournament winners, Hey Bro, uh, with the roster of Creams, Hockey, and Wavy, um, who you guys may know the the latter of those three, as uh, someone that has competed in Johnny in the Chalked Cast 1v1 uh, that Johnny has been hosting. So um, they beat some very notable competition, uh, making it through their group on top with a perfect 3-0 um, with what many would consider to be an upset over a team called Burgers, which is Atomic, Daniel, and Mist. So, uh, you know, kind of two of the new three G2 boys with Mist. Um, you know, you have other, you know, bubble teams we've talked about before, like uh, Boulevard with Alraz, Delta, Repeat, Sup, Money Expert, and Drew. 
Nolly's minions with Frosty, Cosmic from uh, the Chalked Cast 1v1 tournament, and Nolly, and, you know, many other teams with players like Lights Out, Rettles, Magic Bear, Calm, um, Old Heads with Adam, J-Pow, Heck. So a lot of uh, notable teams on here. So Haybro uh, completes their run by beating, by sweeping Boulevard in the upper bracket semifinals after qualifying top of Group B. And then we have them. We have Haybro also taken down Nali's minions three to one in the upper bracket final to move on to the grand final, where they face Burgers again and take them down in Game Seven. Um, it was a fantastic showing from Haybro. Uh, Wavy looked amazing in that roster, and so we will, you know, have to wait and see if that is going to be the Haybro roster that will be competing uh, in RLCS whenever it is that that gets announced. But. Um, there are more Bandits on Wheels tournaments that will be coming up, and I think we will also try to compete in those as well, as it's good for content. It's a lot of fun, even if we're you know not as competitive as we potentially could be, but it, it's a lot of fun, and uh, we will, again, stream our adventures in that tournament. Uh, but now turning our, our, our eyes over to some roster moves, we have Elevate dropping Realize. Um, he was the only remaining player on that roster in APAC and, uh, gaming gladiators then turning around and signing virtuoso and realize to their roster to compete with Maxu, um, and playing under coach Marky Duda. So that certainly seems to be the, the roster to beat as we have, you know, Max, Maxu and virtuoso to Irish players to compete along realize, um, Japanese player. Um, next, we have Dignitas, which are set to pick up Chicago and Mist to play alongside Evo. Um, you know, a lot of Dignitas fans are hoping that this can maybe be the revitalization of the roster that we haven't seen since, you know, they were winning world championships. Um, next, we have M80 looking to sign AJ and Jorias in NA, which would be another region transfer. Jorias would follow his former teammate, apparently Jack, across the pond, so to speak, back over here to the U.S. and uh, compete alongside AJ. Um, and though that team will potentially be is going to be looking for a third, but you know that that's that's some big news with a region transfer. Another one, pretty notably. Um, I will be very intrigued to see how he performs. We saw how well it worked for Nolly and Apjack, so uh, you know we'll have to wait and see. Um, next, we have Fairy Peak uh, set to become the next Vitality coach after Farah stepped away to coach Carmine Corp. Um, we were, you know, under the impression originally that it was just kind of kind of going to be a coaching swap with Mew headed in the in the opposite direction. But that is not the case. It is going to be Fairy Peak that will be taking up the mantle and trying to help Vitality repeat as world champions. And then last but certainly not least, we have First Killer set to join Gen G to team with Chronic and Appjack. That is going to be a scary roster. You know, I kind of thought that Nolly was a very good fit for that roster, although we, we did see some, we've talked about it, you know, on the show before um nolly had some very high highs and some very low lows so i think first killer will kind of help you know maybe make that more of a plateau and will really potentially help unlock chronic similar to how zen was able to help uh alpha kind of return to his peak um in the world championship so you know we'll see if that comes to fruition but uh i think that'll be a very formidable team in na next um, I think we need to talk about a little bit, at least the elephant in the room. 
um, Psionics on not even the main account announced that as of December 3rd, 2023, they will be removing player trading from the game. So I'm not even sure where to start on this one. Uh, trading has been a pillar of the community since the game was created. I remember I started out on Xbox. Um, Heatwave was the, the currency because you couldn't trade keys. Um, I remember trading around for my first black markets. I remember, you know, transferring those items to PC when I switched and, you know, continuing to do some trading. I, you know, by certainly no, or by no means was I a, you know, pro trader or a great trader, but, you know, it's certainly something that I enjoyed doing. Um, you know, if I had extra items, trading them with my friends, things like that. But, you know, you're kind of taking away a big piece of the, the puzzle that is, you know, Rocket League and some of its appeal to people. I know, sites like RL Garage, you know, things like that. Um, even content creators who trade for, you know, pumpkins and, you know, mystery boxes, like the new form of crates are going to be hurt. You know, John Sandman, one of the biggest Rocky League content creators, can't do crate wars. You know, um, you have Trihouse, people like that, you know, that can't open all these drops that they're, you know, that they, can, they could if, you know, they were allowed to trade for them. I mean, I, I just... The only thing that I can really say or think of as, as you know, to point to for a reason is a cash grab, right? So, you know, you don't want third-party websites taking any money, you know, paying for items in Rocket League. And I just, I really think that they've made a big mistake. There's a, you know, a, change, a change.org petition going around that has quite a few signatures already about, you know, trying to put, tra trying to keep trading in Rocket League. Um, I've seen some interesting um, theories or takes on how to keep trading, but, you know, achieve the overall goal of what Epic is trying to, trying to accomplish. And, you know, the, the, the take that I saw was making it so that credits are not tradable anymore. So that if you're, if you were going to trade items, it was going to have to be for other items. Um, you know, I think that kind of artificially def, def uh, inflates prices because you can't just pay credits for them. So I think that if people want new and exciting items, that you have to go and get them from the item shop or from blueprints. So I think that, you know, keeps the money flowing in there. But, you know, it, it's really, it, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. I mean, there's a finite, a finite number of items that are still not tradable in Rocket League. Um, you know, all of the new items that you get are untradable. Um, there's a finite number of people in the game that will even have tradable items and as you know people phase out of rocky league as people put the game down as people lose you know account passwords or things like that um you know those items that are tradable will will eventually die so i mean in, in my opinion i think that you could have just removed the tradability of items from now moving forward and eventually trading would stop but you would you know still garner all the money from the new players that are coming into rocky league and, you know, allow people that have built themselves a pillar of this, of the Rocket League community to still have their, to still have their area to, to perform. And then on top of all of the trading, you know, with all of the backlash that they've gotten and no transparency on, you know, RLCS or anything of that nature, the next tweet, the very next tweet after the outrage about trading is for the NFL fan pack. Right, go buy the NFL fan pack. Go support your favorite NFL team. We got Gridiron back in the in in Rocket League. 
I think that's a little bit insensitive. I think that it's a little bit uh, callous. I don't know that that's necessarily the right move for anybody, and that's certainly not what the players or you know creators or fans of the game wanted to see. So I think that they really have messed up a little bit, but you know, this is just my opinion. We will be talking about this more in depth as the week goes on. Um, I will jump over now to our upcoming schedule. Um, we've had an in- we're going to have an interview this week with Trihouse, but uh, something came up and he had to back out. And uh, so I think we're pushing that to next week. We're going to be having a crossover uh, episode with the Wave Dash podcast, talking about you know potentially a Rocket League map tier list. Um, there's a lot of exciting content coming your way. Uh, it just didn't pan out or didn't shake out for release this week, but I, I didn't want to go two weeks without, you know, giving anybody, giving you guys some content. So, um, you know, unfortunately you have to listen to me talk for, you know, 10 minutes. It's going to be a little bit shorter of an episode. Again, I'm sorry about that. We're in the thralls of off season. So we'll be back at you guys next week with a, an episode, hopefully with Trihouse. but at the very least, we're going to be talking about the, the removing player trading more in depth and, you know, any roster moves or tournaments that may happen in, in the meantime. But, uh, with that, I would like to thank you guys so, so much for listening. Uh, remember to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, join our discord, rate us wherever you listen to podcasts as it really helps us out. Um, rate five stars. It's, it helps us grow as we continue to try and bring you guys the best and most exciting content that we can. Um, remember to check out our Twitch, our TikTok. Um, we still have a merch store inbound soon. I've been, you know, working on the back end with that, trying to get some cool designs in there for you guys. So I will certainly tweet about it and we'll talk about it on the episode when that goes live. But all of our links and more can be found on our website at www.boostoverball.com. And from me, as well as uh, everyone else who is on the show and not here at the moment, as always, remember to choose Boost Over Ball. Thank you for listening to the Boost Overball podcast. Make sure to check out our website, www.boostoverball.com, and rate us wherever you listen to podcasts.